Details, terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. Here's the dirt on dust. It may seem fine, but it's actually made of dead skin cells and dust mite droppings. That's where Swiffer Heavy Duty Dusters come in. With thousands of specially coated fibers to trap and lock dust in one swipe. Dust can't hide on ceiling fans and bookshelves anymore. When you're done, just remove the disposable cloth and voila! That dust is gone for good. Now that you know the dirt, say goodbye to the dust. Swiffer Heavy Duty Dusters. Stop cleaning. Start Swiffering. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move. With the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. A cyber attack is putting a crimp in a beer maker's operations. Beer. It's what Molson Coors sells, but there's been a major disruption in brewing and shipping operations. The Chicago-based company won't say how many facilities have been impacted by the cyber attack. But Molson Coors says it has hired forensic information tech firms to help investigate and is working on getting its systems back up as quickly as possible. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News, Chicago. Looking forward to watching new shows on Netflix with your friends, even if you're not in the same place. What strange things? We've seen strange. You may not be able to share a single password to log on for much longer. The company plans to crack down as it faces growing competition from platforms like Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. Netflix is testing a new feature to verify users' accounts, make sure everyone pays individually when they're not in the same household. That, word. that means I have to do Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. But you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic yes, you can. You could save a lot of money, whether it's just for you or for an entire family. MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. And it really is the gold standard when it comes to healthcare sharing. You get free telehealth services. You get a huge network of doctors. You get great customer support. And you get the sense of security that comes from being a part of 400,000 people who share not just each other's medical bills, but purpose, too. MediShare is a community of Christians who pull together and pray for each other, which is very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. These days, we're all doing a lot more virtually, which is why at Ohio Health, we've expanded our virtual care options and availability to make it even easier to get safe expert care at home. That includes virtual visits with over a thousand trusted providers in every medical specialty. Learn more about our virtual health options at ohiohealth.com slash virtual health.
Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. People ask us sometimes if Pepsi is different here in Ohio than in other places. And the answer is, yeah, we think so. Because the taste of something is so totally deliciously affected by the flavor of everything around it. And when that flavor is Ohio, well, it, it's got to be better somehow. Hey, we should know. We bottle the Pepsi you know and love right here in Ohio. So when you pour yourself an ice-cold Pepsi, remember there's some O-H-I-O in there. And that's part of why we say Pepsi, like Ohio, is oh-so-refreshing. This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 till 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oblenis Hospital. Believe in we. The school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. There are buns, and then there are McDonald's buns, like the warm steamed buns the filet of fish is served on, fluffy and perfect. Or the three layers of buns topped with sesame seeds with two beef patties sandwiched in between to make the Big Mac, classic. And McDonald's buns are reserved for the very best, and you. Now mix and match the filet of fish or Big Mac. Get any two for just $5. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item, at regular price. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. We're here on the campus of Inept Tech with Coach R. Turf. A lot of enthusiasm here today, Coach, and a big weekend coming up with your home opener against Cinema State. Well, that's right. You know, this year is one of them things that college football is all about. You know, letting classes out early, getting all the students out here to the stadium. Here we are at the half shell having this pep rally going on, getting ready for the first home ball game of the season. It's going to be the first conference ball game of the season. Everybody's looking forward to enthusiasm's high, and boy, we're ready to go get them. I'm sure this is going to inspire your team to their first win of the year. Well, that's right. You see all them boys over there on the bench. Somebody wake up Simmons over there. Uh, he needs to get inspired just like the rest of us boys. Simmons, he's the one who scored your uh, points last week, wasn't he? Well, that's right. He was one responsible for our field goals, and that's caused the NCAA to come up with a special category. You know, they usually uh, credit field goal kickers with field goals, and I bet he's the first holder in NCAA football history to get credit for a field goal. We were talking about your game plan against Cinema State yesterday, Coach, and there is a big revenge factor in this ball game. so I'm sure you've come up with a good game plan for this contest. Well, that's right. You know, we think that we got three keys to victory, and that is lights, camera, action. Sounds like an interesting game plan. We'll get into that a little bit more with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. And this program, uh, with tremendous uh, care, is brought to you by the North End Kitchen and Bar. Yeah. Here on campus with Coach Art Turf. And Coach, before we took our break a moment ago, you were telling me you had a 
three-way game plan that we're going to use against Cinema State this weekend. Well, that's right. Lights, camera, action, three parts to the game plan. That first part is the lights. You know, we uh, we are uh, going to play the ball game at night because they used to play in all their ball games in the daytime over at the Cinema State. You know, they matinee folks. So we're hoping really that the lights are going to be working tomorrow. And, and secondly, uh, camera part of it, we're planning on picking up our first victory of the season this week. And uh, we want to be sure and preserve this uh, victory for the history. And so we want to make sure our cameras are working. And, and thirdly and lastly and, and certainly most importantly is the action part of it. We want the boys to go out there and perform to their best for the game plan. They want, we want them to be in action so we can pick up our first victory of the season. Well, certainly a lot of enthusiasm here on campus, Coach, and we wish you the best of luck against Cinema State. Well, we got a special treat for the fans coming up. Why don't you tell them about it? The Inept Tech Glee Club will be here to sing the school song, so let's listen. Take it away, folks. I-N-E-P-T, Inept Tech, 2, 4, 6, 8, who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. We are the mighty There's one more to go. There is? No, up higher. Little, one, there. There you go. Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. We had a double dose today. How about that? Yeah, that's right. It's just around the corner here. Good times for you and me. Yabba dabba do. You're keeping good company with W-A-T-H. Nothing's starting. Oh, I see this thing. It's a Friday, 62 degrees that we're headed to. It's 48 right now. They talked about more rain, and yet it seems like they're not anymore. We'll take it either way. I'm just having trouble getting a the report to show up on my computer here but um we'll we'll work on it as we go here but um first off today is uh, march 12th and um let's see here on sunday morning at 2 a.m everybody's supposed to get up okay <laughs> We all get up at the same time. 
and we go to every clock in the house <laughs> and move it back one hour. No, spring forward. Yeah. We we move it forward one hour. Now you got everybody mixed up. Well, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if it says uh, one o'clock, you make it two o'clock. Okay. Yes. And um, now you mustn't forget this. In everything, you know, like you have to go to the stove and set the time there. You got to do them all at the same time. At one o'clock Sunday morning. Two o'clock. Okay. So at 2 o'clock, we make it 3 o'clock? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Now I got it. Well, I've told a whole lot of people the wrong <laughs> thing. You ready to do over? Play the intro? Party line theme again? Yabba dabba do? Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, that's all right. So, okay. Let's try this again. Hi, folks. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome. It's a Friday edition. Another weekend. Another weekend. Good times for you. Hey, Andy. did you know it's March 12th? You're keeping good and, company. And uh, we've we got 48 degrees right now, headed up to 62. <laughs> All that talk of rain, they said, uh, pretty much uh, has faded away now. Um, and did you know at 2 o'clock... Sunday morning. Hey. We all have to set the alarm and get up at the same time. And move our clocks ahead. Spring ahead, fall back, as they say. In other words, we have to do this again in the fall. But let's just deal with now. So, <clears throat> at 2 o'clock... You move your clocks to 3 o'clock. But you're not allowed to sleep in. You know, if you normally get up at 8 or whatever time it is, you must get up at that hour. There's no, no provision for you just lose an hour of sleep. Yeah. Well, I think I did that. Uh, you did. That was right right online there. In the meantime, today is National Working Moms Day. It's National Plant a Flower Day. I can do that. It's National Girl Scout Day. And here's one I really like. National Baked Scallops Day. You like scallops? Yeah. Yeah, me too. As long as they're baked like that. Well, what do you mean? How do um, you not like them? I, well, I've, I've had them boiled. Oh. I like them baked. Yeah, well, pan-fried, baked, yeah. know, any anything that helps add a little flavor to them. Absolutely. Scallops themselves are not real. Uh, they don't have tremendous levels of flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty bland. Yeah. If they're prepared right, 
Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. So we did that. Where's your sheet? And the uh, Girl Scout Day yeah. makes me think of Girl Scout cookies. Um, the frozen, you know, the thin the, mints. This, and this whole thing with scouting in the freezer. Kind of confusing lately. Um, I don't. I'm not an expert on this topic. I haven't done a lot of reading about it, but some scouting organizations have had to change what they do. Some don't exist anymore. Some are adding like. Previously, have been Boy Scouts are now adding Girl Scouts to their organization. I don't know if they're calling it the same thing, but just a lot of lot of stuff going on. Anyway, I still like scouting, um, and I still like the cookies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I found my wife had. St- Hidden a uh, stash of cookies this morning. Oh. Like yesterday, she must have gone somewhere and purchased them and then hidden them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. From you? Yes. Just oh, who like... else? The dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Was, was there just... any, any bubble gum stashed back in there? Eat, no. Or chewing not, gum? That's not her thing. Yeah, well, I know she, you know, but, but you, uh, you're, you're not permitted for the chewing gum either. Huh? Well, I thought you said you weren't because you chew the oh, oh, oh. you know what out of it. Right. I'm I'm too um... lip smacking, chomping. Well, I really chew the hell out of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really what it amounts to. Yeah, so. the old, old saying of that is it makes it heavenly gum mm. because you chewed the heck out of it. No, that's that's um, more of a. I'm not very um, nice to be around when I'm chewing, I guess. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Well, what, what kind of cookies were they? I'm, I'm intrigued now. They were puffy, and they had, I'm going to say, raisins in them. But the... Oatmeal raisin? Yes, maybe? yes. Okay. I think so. Mm. Look, I only glanced at the label in the go, uh-huh. <laughs> Holding out on you. Yeah. Yeah. And she really was trying to hide them. <laughs> when I found them where they were, I knew she had been trying to hide them. From <laughs> can, can we ask where they no, were hidden? No. Okay. I can't give away those secrets. All right. By the way, I hope this isn't... I don't want to do anything wrong. I got a letter yesterday from Keller Blackburn. Now, of course, he's our county prosecutor, right? Yes. And in 2017, in my neighborhood, some cars had been tinkered with overnight. And people got through the glove boxes and rummaged through there and took certain documents. And you know what I mean. And um, evidently, they figured out who it was. And that person did some time. 
Well, then now there's, uh, since my car or our cars had been one of those that have been messed with, this person has, for some reason or other, come before the courts again. I don't know if he was on, uh, what do you call it, after you released and they watch you for a while. Oh, released on recognizance or home Some, home arrest? Something like that. He did he did hard time. But he's then been out. But he has a, a um, parole parole okay. officer, I bet. A PO. I don't know if he what he did wrong, but he is now back before the courts. So they wrote to, to me and anybody else who had been in, well, involved the first time saying, we're going to bring this to action again, and you you have the option of being present or not, you know. And I called my friends down in that office and said, I, why did I get this? And, it's, and what I described to you is the explanation I received. So um, I said, well, I'm, you know, thank you, but I don't think I need to do that. Um, anyway. Well, boy, aren't we off the track. Uh, it's a Friday, folks. <laughs> March 12th. Well, we could always go back to Girl Scout cookies. Incidentally, they are adding a new flavor this year. Oh, what is it? It is called toast yay y-a-y it's a french toast inspired cookie that sounds like something i would like yeah didn't you say pat enjoyed french toast at one point um anyway it's yeah it's an you mean like at ihop and stuff yeah yeah yeah. french toast inspired cookie dipped in delicious icing she she has a habit of when we go to breakfast, she'll order a regular breakfast, but she wants one piece of French toast. Along with? Like a side dish. Yeah, like a side order, along with everything. That, that can meal. be at Seoul, it can be at Shade, it can be at uh, IHOP, you know, any any of the uh, great breakfast places around. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. Sounds pretty good. Well, we I, are know, so messed up this. It's time. Friday, you know, so we, we bounce around. That's what we do. But I was thinking of those Samoa cookies, the Girl Scout cookies. Those things Stop are it, addictive. You? Stop it! And I could go through the box. I know. Now I'm thinking. All I want is a cookie with my coffee. Oh uh, well, we can make that happen. No. <laughs> now. I've lost my place. <laughs> yeah. You, we, you were at today is oh, okay. today, March 12th. Today in history. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, the, this is the 71st day of the year now. 294 remain. March 12th, 2020, the stock market had its biggest drop since Black Monday crash of 1987. As fears of economic fallout from the coronavirus crisis deepened, the Dow Industrials plunged more than 
2,300 points. That's 10%. Yeah. And didn't yesterday um, on some calendars mark the one-year anniversary of the coronavirus occurrence? Yes. In our nation? Yes. I think that's true. Um, let's see, some other historical things. In 1664, England's King Charles II granted an area of land on the East Coast of present-day North America, known as the New Netherland, to his brother James, the Duke of York. Trying to picture where that would have been. Oh, well. In 1864, Lieutenant General Ulysses S. Grant assumed command as General-in-Chief of the Union Armies in the Civil War. Hmm. Just by coincidence, here's a story that kind of relates to an earlier silly topic. In 1912, the Girl Scouts of the USA had its beginnings as Juliette Gordon Lowe, of Savannah, Georgia, founded the first American troop of the Girl Guides, which they were known as back then. All right. And without that, we would be void of Girl Scout cookies. But they also do many, many great things in addition to fundraising with their Girl Scout cookies. We could go on and on here. There are many things listed for every day. Uh, We get this report daily. Um, Birthdays. Politician, diplomat, and civil rights activist Andrew Young is 89 today. Barbara Feldon, actress, 88. She was Agent 99 in Get Smart. Lloyd Dobbins, broadcast journalist, 85. Liza Minnelli, 75. I worked a lot with her. Oh, that had to be fun. Was it fun? Oh. Before I say that had to be fun? No. I mean, she. yes, absolutely. Um. I would say she was the biggest star that I, I mean, we correspond still. Cool. She was fantastic in the movie Arthur with Dudley Moore. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen her in something I didn't like. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, 75 today Uh, she is. Mitt Romney is uh, 74, from Utah, of course. Um, James Taylor, 73. Another good singer. Yes. I'm scanning through these. A lot of them I don't know. Let's see. Actor John Provost from the TV series Lassie. Yes. 
71. Was he the child? I think he was, yes. Can you believe that little boy is now 71? Leslie Manville, the actress, 65. Jerry Levine, 64, an actor. Marlon Jackson from the Jackson 5 is 64. Reading, reading, reading. Well, okay, oh, here we go. Uh, CNN reporter Jake. Tepper, 52. Youngest person listed today is 22 years of age, an actor, Kendall Applegate. How about that? All right. Well, we'll set this report on to the side. Uh, what about some historical stuff? More historical stuff, rather. Uh, in the year 538, Wittiges, W-I-T-I-G-E-S, also known as the King of the Ostrogoths. Wittiges? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> King of the Ostrogoths, do you think I got that one right? Sounds good to me. Anyway, you know, everybody has strengths and weaknesses, right? Yes. I, I, I will tell you that the arts... And to some degree, the sciences were my strong topics. History, um, well, actually, history is the only one I can name because I'm good in math. Um, I'm fair in English. Um, but history was my weakest point as a class, in general classes, you know what I mean? Yep. So you were good at reading, reading, writing, arithmetic. (laughs) (laughs) In reading, even that, uh, I never read for pleasure, except when forced to by my mom. (laughs) And she was a terrific reader and a terrific teacher. Mercy. She had um, degrees from Worcester and advanced degrees even from um, Oberlin. Mm, Cool. And was a remarkable teacher. Do you recall any of the the themes of reading material you were given to read? Or of different kinds? Mm, No. Different themes? Fictional? Can't help with that angle. Um. Why? Name one that mysteries. An example. Oh, I don't know. Um, I always think of uh, uh, Gone with the Wind. Of course, that was a huge. That novel was huge. Yes. 
No, I it, it just uh, I'd rather be active than sitting with a book in my lap. Yeah. That's kind of me too. Okay, anyway, let's try to get this done here. In the year 538 and you think it's Wittages? Yeah, they they they've got a couple different spellings here, Wittages, Vittages with a V. Mm. But uh, I'll bet it's Wittages, but it's pronounced as a V because be. that, that happens a lot there. Yeah. Anyway, King of Ostrogoths. That sounds like some sort of odd person. Yeah. But, uh, what is Ostrogoth? Something in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, yeah. Some movie like that. Were they? Well, let's just go with this. <laughs> anyway, he ends his siege of Rome, retreats to Ravenna, leaving the city in the hands of the victorious Byzantine general Belisarius. The Ostrogoths were a Roman-era Germanic people. They followed the Visigoths. As we all know, right? Well, of course. <laughs> of course. They created one of the two great Gothic kingdoms within the Roman Empire. Mercy. Let's move on. Yeah. In the let's, year 1455, the first record of Johannes Gutenberg's Bible, um, letter dated this day by, oh, mercy, Inia. Silvio Piccolomini <laughs> refers to the Bible printed a year before. Hey, you need a Girl Scout cookie after all of those. 1642, Abel Tasman is the first European to sight New Zealand, viewing the north coast rather northwest coast of the South Island. 1930, Mahatma Gandhi begins his famous 200-mile protest march against the widely hated British salt tax. And in 1994, the Church of England ordains its first ever 33 female priests. Okay. Dale Strawberry. Today would be his birthday. Um, his 59th birthday, to be exact. Former Major League Baseball player of the New York Mets. He started playing in the Major Leagues, I think at age 18 or 19. Widely heralded as one of the big phenoms coming up in that era in the late, uh, mid to late 70s. Yeah, unfortunately, took a wrong turn and got involved with uh, some, well, we'll just say it, addictions. But he is clean now and straightened out his life and is doing quite well. So, his, congratulations. His, his picture looks good here. Yeah. It's a recent picture. He has turned uh, the corner, full circle, whatever you want to call it. Um, Does speaking tours. N another birthday... Um, 
we already mentioned Liza Minnelli. Yep. And this is a recent picture of her, and um, frankly, she looks just slightly different to me. Uh, but it's her 75th birthday, as we mentioned before. Two, uh, two birthdays of people past. And one of them I'm familiar one with, the other one not. So um, Jack Kerouac. Kerou- oh. Probably sports guy. Kerouac. Uh, he was a, a writer. Oh. He was a novelist. He was often known as Jack Kerouac, American novelist of French-Canadian ancestry. He was a pioneer of the Beat Generation with Allen Ginsberg. Well, he was born in 1922, and he died in 1969. Didn't have a very long life, and it ended quite a long time ago. Yeah, only what, 47? Okay, <clears throat> Edward Albee, uh, born in 1928, died in 2016. Edward Albee is a, was an American playwright known for works such as The Zoo Story, The Sandbox, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, oh, yes. The Delicate Balance, and Three Tall Women. I've done several of those shows, as plays, I mean. Okay, Famous Deaths. And Frank. Um, you know, the diary of Anne Frank. Yes. She lived from 29 to 1945, and today would have been her um, death date. Yeah. She was a, obviously, as many remember, victim of the Holocaust. Soon Yatsen. S U N. Y-A-T hyphen S-E-N. This was his um, date, famous death date. He lived from 1866 to 1925. Sun Yat-sen uh, was a Chinese statesman, physician, and political philosopher who served as the provisional first president of the Republic of China and also the first leader of the Nationalist Party of China. Fair enough. We'll set those over there. Now, let's let's uh, pull these down. Here. Okay. And let me just see if there's anything we need to do out of this group of papers we've been saving over the last week. Whoops! Whoops! Oops! That's all right. Avalanche. Yep. Whoa. Let's see what else I can knock off. Is everything all right? Yep. Um, Okay, I've got a story entitled The Happiest Cities in America. I have another one entitled States with the Highest and Lowest Tax Rates. I'm going to say that's it, which is fine. Oh, yeah. 
rest of these can we can uh, retire. Now, does either does it, do either of those appeal to you? Happiest cities in America, or um, states? Yeah, the happiest a- cities in America. Okay. So, this was all um, written uh, March 8th, so just a few days ago. And as you might expect, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused the average person's stress level to increase significantly for the first time since 2007. Therefore, it's vital for people to boost their happiness however they can, whether through family, friends, activities, entertainment, or work. What people might not realize is that where they live may also determine how happy they are. Location plays a hand in how bright or gloomy our days are. For years, researchers have studied the science of happiness and found that its key ingredients include a positive mental state, healthy body, strong social connections, job satisfaction, and financial well-being. However, money can only make you so happy. People who make $75,000 a year won't get any higher satisfaction from more money. Consider also the fact that while the U.S. is one of the richest countries, It ranks only 18th on the World Happiness Report. That's interesting. Yeah. But not everywhere in the U.S. experiences a uniform level of happiness. As this study aims to illustrate, moving to a certain city may help you be more content. Wallet Hub drew upon the various findings of the positive psychology research in order to determine which among the 180 of the largest U.S. cities is home to the happiest people in America. We examined each city based on 31 key indicators. Examples include um, depression rate, income growth, Average leisure time, just to mention a few. So let's let's take a look. So 181 cities, didn't they say? 182 cities. Well... My wife lived in Columbia, Maryland for, I think, 26 years. Uh, We have a new neighbor across the street who's been with us in about a year who moved to Athens from Columbia, Maryland. Why am I mentioning Columbia? Columbia ranks eighth. Okay, well, who's before it? 
Fremont, California, Bismarck, North Dakota, Fargo, North Dakota, Madison, Wisconsin, San Jose, California, South Burlington, Vermont, Lincoln, Nebraska, and then Columbia, Maryland. Now, let's take the three basic categories, although they had 27 other things they worked into it. Emotional and physical well-being. Columbia ranked fourth. Fremont, California ranked first. Income and employment. Columbia uh, ranked 95th. Fremont, California, 46th. Community and environment. Columbia, Maryland ranked 102nd. Fremont, California, who was ranked first in the nation, fifth. Okay. So, in terms of income and employment, Burlington, Vermont ranked first. I love Burlington. Uh, but it, but when you put the other factors in there, it ranks 15th in the nation. Now in the category of community and environment, Rapid City, South, I'm sorry, yeah, that's right, Rapid City, South Dakota, ranks first there although they rank 19th in when you add the other two categories into it. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I've i been to Rapid City. It must have changed. It, I think my tr- time I spent there, there was a girl I was dating that, whose home was there, was in the uh, late 60s. So obviously... These can change from year to year. Sounds like something did. Must have. Okay, well, I'm just sort of jumping around here. Now, folks, you all know Pat and I lived in Hawaii. Uh, We were both married to other people. We're all best friends. Um... Honolulu comes in 22nd out of 181 U.S. cities. Comes in 19th in emotional and physical well-being, 112th in income and employment, and 15th in community and environment. Uh, My stepson, Paul, lives in Irvine, California. It comes in 12th uh, overall. Now, uh, we bought a radio station in Virginia Beach, right? Back in uh, 1987. Virginia Beach comes in 46th. Uh, Washington, D.C., I've spent a lot of time there. It comes in 51st. Turn the page. The first Ohio city to show up 
Which one do you think it's going to be? Cincinnati. Columbus. I'm putting you on the spot. All right. I don't want to embarrass you. But Columbus comes in 110th out of 181. The next Ohio showing is Cincinnati. 149th. (coughs) Excuse me. 154th is Akron. 178th is Toledo. And 181st, so Detroit is the only one worse, is Cleveland. I think that's interesting. I mean, I mean, for all the. I don't necessarily agree. But I don't have the knowledge to dispute. You know what I mean? Yeah, based on their criteria that they rate these cities. I love Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, you and I could go to a city, and we love something. But, you know, these the the raters or the people that take the surveys, they may get a different viewpoint, obviously, from people. Like, you and I may love to go to... You know, um, Rocket Mortgage Arena to see the MAC basketball tournament. Or other people might say, you know, that thing's a pain in the rear because there's so many people from out of town that come in here and clog the cities, you know, things like that. So, again, like a lot of things, it's a matter of interpretation. What you like, what you don't like. Well, pick a favorite city of your own. Oh, one of my favorite ones is Myrtle Beach, okay, now I don't South know. Carolina. I don't know if that's going to show up. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. And, you know, actually, Toledo can be a pretty fun city, too. It, it, it made the list there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll go with Myrtle Beach. Um. Forgive my lack of knowledge. Um, is there a larger city real close by? Uh, Columbia, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. I'm going to hand this to you. Okay. I'll let you see if you can find it. I was thinking uh, a couple Florida cities might be on there too with uh, Orlando with Disney World. Um. Okay. Charleston, South Carolina comes in at number 18. Um, my friend Jack Ellis sent me an email, which was really fascinating. Let me see if I can get it up here. While you're doing that, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, 79. Here's one of your favorites, Casper, Wyoming. No, it's Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Number 96. Okay. um, Just see if you can find your Myrtle Beach. Okay. Um, There was a... um, Jack came across an article entitled The 22 Maps and Charts That Will Surprise You. And he sent it on to me sometime in the last couple days. 
I got to looking at it last night, and it is remarkable stuff. It's going to be hard to describe on the radio, but uh, sometime next week I'm going to try to do it. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, but there's 22 different graphics, and of course, here we are on the radio without graphic capability. Scott, I know I put you on that assignment, but look here just for a second. Okay. You see that circle there? Yeah. And this is the globe, right? Yes. The whole, all the land masses yeah. in the world. That different hemispheres showing, yes. But they're just zeroing down to a little area. There are more people living inside that little area than outside of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see what, what would I mean? that be, the Far East? Yes. Um, another map shows um, that during the history of England or Britain, whatever you want to call it, uh, the number of countries they've invaded. In the colored sections, the, the pink? Um... Almost every country on Earth, yep. Um, 193 countries. Does that say the British have invaded? Yes. Okay. During many years, right? Yes. Um, here's another chart that... Uh, takes the shape of Africa and then places a whole bunch of other countries inside of it to show how huge it really is. So they fit, like the United States, they show it in reference to Africa, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like a third? Yeah. China, maybe a third. India, maybe a fourth or fifth. Um, it's really good stuff, and folks, I'm going to try to figure out how to describe this to you. <laughs> oh, here's a neat thing. This yeah, is uh, what they've done is they've superimposed yeah. those countries over the tops of others in in one to one ratio graphically. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here's an interesting chart. It shows the United States. And in each state, they put an arrow and list the name of the richest person in that state and how much they're worth. Okay. So. Um, if it were Washington State, Bill Gates, who is worth 76 billion bucks. Okay, if you go to Ohio, is Les Wexner, who's worth um, $5.7 billion. Bucks. But, I mean, it's just an interesting 
way of showing all sorts of data. Comparisons, yep. So um, relations of what is what. Down the road here, we'll we'll do a little bit with it. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, they say, uh, let's see, what's this next one? It says, according to statistics, Switzerland is the best place to be born. And then by the same token, they have this color chart of the, the globe. And different countries show different colors, so they can also show... The worst place to be born, all right? Yeah. But you'll be pleased to know that the United States, while it's not in the best, it's the next to the best. And then each of these have an explanation, too, but frankly, we're out of time now. But when when we do do this, I'll try to add the explanations, too. Folks, um, beautiful sunshine this morning. Um, no mention of rain in the fort. Well, let's see. Monday, light rain and snow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden is meeting virtually with world leaders of Japan, India, and Australia right now. Among the items on their agenda, expanding COVID vaccine manufacturing overseas. The group known as the Quad, focusing on regional and global issues in the Indo-Pacific region. The United States is committed to working with you, our partners, and all our allies in the region to achieve stability. President Biden announcing a plan to increase vaccine supplies to countries in Asia and new initiatives on climate change and technology, all lofty commitments from the countries. We've got a big agenda ahead of us. I'm optimistic about our prospects. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. This afternoon, Mr. Biden begins promoting his $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. He officially signed the bill yesterday, but they'll hold a ceremonial signing ceremony today in the Rose Garden. It'll be a smaller event to adhere to social distancing, but we noticed something. There are at least 22 lawmakers invited to attend, and at last check, none of them are Republicans. None voted for that relief plan. The White House has $1,400 stimulus checks could begin showing up in bank accounts this weekend. Many women could really use them. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says they've been hit hard by the pandemic, especially hard. Her advice on spending the money? The best plan of action is to really detail what what your expenses are. So this can happen suddenly. We know that. So even if you have a job, you really should be looking at what are my essential things that I have to pay. And you know what's essential? Food. Everything else is negotiable. Georgetown Law School has fired an adjunct for remarks she made to a fellow professor about students of color. I end up having this angst that a lot of my lower ones are blacks. Happens almost every semester. And it's like, oh, come on. Sandra Sellers and David Batson were apparently unaware they were being recorded. The video was posted online. Batson has been placed on leave. The Grammys are Sunday on CBS. 
Beyonce leads the way with nominations if she wins. Entertainment Tonight's Kevin Frazier says it'll be a socially distanced acceptance. The nominees for each segment of the show, they will come in with their one guest. Um, you'll have the performances around them and then they will get their award or not and then they will leave. Everything will be wiped down and the next group of nominees will come in. They are being very, very vigilant and safe because they don't want anybody to get sick at this award show, but they do want us to inch back towards normalcy. The Weekender says he's boycotting for good after he was snubbed. The Dow is up 131 points. This is CBS News. Indeed believes less is more. Indeed's Instant Match instantly searches its database of millions of resumes, delivering candidates who best fit your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of O'Reilly full synthetic motor oil and a microguard filter, just $26.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and improve performance with a synthetic oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This cooking tip with Rachel Ray is sponsored by Bank of America. Which type of salt do you use when you cook? Rachel says she 